the root of all excellence. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the root of all excellence. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so today we're going to be talking about the new uh, documentary Candace Owens yeah. just did released um, a couple days ago. She just released her documentary. What's it called? The Greatest Lie Ever Sold. Ever Sold. So it's about George Floyd and um, Black Lives Matter, essentially, is right. the main two main things that it's about. Right, 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 right. And then the con- connections between it. Um, but before we get started with that, how was your week? Um, I don't, rem- I don't remember much of the week. If that makes sense. No, you don't remember the week. Um, yeah, like I just been working, going to sleep. Mm-hmm. Just going through the motions. Yeah, kind of going through the motions, and I just don't remember like too much of the week Mm. you know yeah so you weren't really present it sounds yeah like it's strange because usually um like you know um the week goes slow and you like hurry up and get to the weekend or my off days right Mm -hmm. and i just i don't know i just felt like um this week went so fast that I didn't even have the time to, like, you know, mm. every other the weekend. Right. So, yeah. So for me, it was just, it's kind of like the perfect week. I mean, I don't regret any of it. You know what I mean? Mm. I know a lot of things has been going on this week, but, you know, um, overall, like, just a good flow. But how about you? Like, how was your week? Mm, not terrible. Work went by pretty fast. So the work week. Yeah. I would say it went by pretty fast. Yeah? Yeah, I went in a couple days. Stayed home a couple days. So it wasn't it wasn't really a thing. Right. Um, so that kind of made it go by fast. Yeah. Yeah, went to brunch today, day off. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah. Like the place you picked, mm-hmm. it's pretty dope. Also, it made me feel like yo, I can, I can run one of these. Mm. Yeah, that's I mean, pretty straightforward. Yeah, like they just do brunch and then close, and it's all good. That's it from nine to three or something like that. Seven to three, one of the two. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it's mm-hmm. easy, easy operation. Definitely. Um. So yeah, let's get to this documentary. What were your thoughts? What do you think? How did you feel? Um, I don't know if it was what I was expecting it to be. Mm. Like I don't know. I don't know. I just expected this to be like a a phenomenal documentary, right? Mm. With a lot of information, a lot of things we didn't know, right? right? And and maybe it might be like that to somebody, you mm. know? Other people, yeah. Somebody who's just not in the loop of things. Wasn't really paying attention to much. Right. So, yeah, like I just didn't, I don't know, like I just didn't feel like it offered a whole lot of like overwhelming information and Mm -hmm. it made links, all of these links. And because, you know, usually when you see um, a documentary, I feel like um, you kind of like beat in the head with the story. Mm-hmm. Or whatever information that they're trying to um, have you see, right? Right. Um, this wasn't that. I don't know. Right. So, I mean, I don't know how did how did you feel about it? I feel like she was just kind of running through the situations from her perspective. Right. Like I feel like um, there was another side that was missing. I guess. Yeah, it wasn't a complete kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like it was like almost one-sided, but yeah. I don't know that that was intentional or just people weren't wanting to um, interact with her. or Because she had some people that interacted with her, but I felt like they were like, you know how you have witnesses on the jury or like witnesses like right. on yeah. your side. Yeah, it was kind of like that. I felt like it was like that. Like, let me find people that will 
that'll back my narrative. Yeah. 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 So, so. I felt like that's kind of what what I saw. And so I think I was wanting I think sometimes I just go into things expecting people to be more objective. Right. But I feel like nowadays you just have documentaries from their perspective. Right. So what I was expecting was like a documentary, right? Usually when it comes to a documentary, um, I mean, the ones that we look at, I don't know about these other ones. Um, a person may have a stance, mm-hmm. right? Right. But they'll interview and kind of like show the opposing side. Right. Just to show that my stance is the right stance, right? Or right. or just to show just to give you that option, right? To be on either side. Right. Kinda, you know. Right. Um I don't know. I feel like this was like and it's the only thing I didn't appreciate about it. It's like it's just it's like one sided. Yeah, I feel like it wasn't finished. Right, 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 right. Like, like they forced it. Yeah, like I feel like it wasn't complete or again, maybe just people weren't wanting to engage with her right. because of who she is. And then on top of that, we have to go into the fact that she may not be just a good journalist. You know what I mean? It, is she a journalist? I mean, I mean, no, maybe but the problem. Right. I mean, or her team just not good. She haven't found a good journalist and um, they didn't come up with like just more information, things that we don't know. Right. Right, and we care to know about right. Also, um, the information that she did show was like very, you know, buffet. Like I want, I'm gonna pick this and not that. I'm gonna show this and not that. You right, know what I mean? Like, right, right. So, I mean, it was clearly one side, right? Right. I think that um, the information that she did show though was I kind of information. Uh-huh. Right, I tried to um to be honest, like, cause you know Candace Owens and some of the things that she say is like, yeah. like over the top. She out there with Stacey Dash, they right? They on the other side, right? So, um, anytime that I go into something like this, I try to like, you know, just just receive the information and not be biased. Right, I feel like so aware of my biases right like that i i'm not a fan of hers just based on what she's said in the past but still having an open mind that maybe she has a reason or she has like something to actually say or or like there's a reason for this right that you're gonna do a whole documentary right so i felt like her reason was the backlash that she got when she was talking about um, George Floyd to begin with so when she she plays it also in the documentary like what she was saying yeah like some um, of the things she was posting at that time yeah yeah so I don't know I maybe it's the back she said it's the backlash of that that made it personal right right I mean I mean off the back of that right see this is the thing that um I don't I don't get right so Anytime something happens, right, and you choose to take a side, you have to understand that people that took the opposing side is going to talk about you. Right. Right? Yeah. So, like, she goes, no, I made it personal because of all of these things. Right. Well, I mean, you publicly took a side. Yeah, and you made a video about it. Right, and you posted it. Right. So, of course, millions of people are going to see this. Yeah. So... I don't understand the like, the the how how you surprised. Well, Dave Chappelle was pretty harsh. But Dave Chappelle is a comedian. He right? is. So I mean, I probably hurt her feelings though. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm ex- I know it would hurt my feelings. Yeah, if he hurt her feelings. He was saying some crazy, and I didn't even notice at the time because we seen that like. Right. The stand up. I just didn't notice at the time he was going that hard. Yeah. I think when you isolate it the way she did, it was like, <laughs> whoa, right? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so, 
Um, yeah, so, but you have to understand that people are going to talk about you, right? Especially when, in her case, it, it's usually not the side that young black women take. I mean, I don't think it was the side of many people that watched the video. Right, right. Would take. Would take. Right. Um. So, it, it almost seems her side seems a little bit insensitive. Yeah, I feel like. I feel like she just. I mean, you look at a situation, you make up your mind, and she's very, like, almost anti-media. Right. But it's a very media-like take on the situation. And that was, like, confusing. Right. Right? When you go, hey, it's, it's really confusing when you go, the media is painting to this narrative that has y'all completely fooled. Right. But I'm a part of the media. Right. Like, it was weird. That she is painting the picture that is like. Right. And clearly you're taking a side. Like, so right. you're doing the same thing that you're accusing the media of. Right. So the the side that she took. So her whole point for a good portion of it was that George Floyd was not a martyr. Right. Right. George Floyd was not like a savior. He wasn't. Right. Anybody extra special. He was a criminal. Right. And not to say that he deserved to die that way, but it doesn't make him an angel. Right, right. I don't think anybody was saying that he was an angel. Yeah. I don't think anybody was saying that he's perfect. I don't think anybody, I mean, if they were, I don't agree with that either. Like, no, he wasn't perfect. Right. But the point is that he didn't deserve to die like that. Right. And nobody does. Period. Yeah. Regard. I mean, t- over a twenty dollar bill. Twenty dollar bill, whatever. Right. right. It, it honestly. Um, but I do feel like um, she's specifically mad, or it seemed like she's specifically mad because um, this happened. See, the thing is, this. Let me just say this. A lot of times when something happened to a black person. They have to show that he's exposable. Right. Right? So they go into his background. Well, he's drugs, criminal record. Right. He was this, he was that. Right. Um, And I felt like that's what she was doing. Yeah, I felt like that's what she was doing too. Like, let me go through his criminal history. Yeah, and for what? I don't. I didn't understand why that was relevant to what happened to him right. in that situation. It, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, right? it doesn't. We don't care. Like, I mean, there are so many people in jails and prisons, and that have done things in their past that. Right. I don't know that you killing them is okay right but i think in the world that is far away from the one that we live in right if you are a criminal you are a bad person right i see right you're a bad person bad guy so whatever happens to you could be karma could be you getting what you deserve right but in the world that we live in especially i mean me personally um understand that you could be a criminal and not a bad person right 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 let's first of all let me dissect that right what i just said laws in this country has nothing to do with like morality now certain laws on the books that you ain't got to put on the books like what um killing a person right we understand it's in the bible we understand that killing a person should not be allowed anywhere. Right. Right? Stealing. Right. Right? Um, Burglary, robbery, mm-hmm. things like that, right? Right. But a lot of laws has nothing to do with morality. Right? Right. We seen like them 
40 years ago, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. You get caught with a bag of weed, it's a, it's a crime. Right. The same as what, heroin? Huh? It's level, it's the same as heroin? Yeah, it's scheduled, it's scheduled the same, right? right? So, if you get caught with like 10 pounds of weed, you're going down. Right. Right? Today, mm-hmm. in current time. Mm-hmm. Literally, most of the country is like legalized. Right. You could just like go to Denver and just be walking down the street with the, with the L. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think here too. Yeah, definitely here in the state of Arizona, you could just like you know flame up. You right, know what I mean? Right. California flame up. Right. So it has nothing to do with morality. We understand that you know um, if it did, then they wouldn't. Cigarettes would be like one of the most illegal things ever. True. Alcohol would be one of the most illegal things ever, right? True. So the fact that I don't know how people um, kind of have this idea that if you commit a crime morally, like you're like a bad person. Right. When most of the crimes, quote unquote, like most of the laws, and you got to break the law to be a criminal. Mm-hmm. Most of the laws has nothing to do with for real morality right Mm -hmm. it it got everything to do with who can benefit from it right literally they was throwing like people just in jail flipped it to the point where like people are making billions of dollars and just kept niggas in jail right like like come on right like what are we doing it has nothing to do with morality so i think when they go um you know, look at his background. Look look at the fact that he was a drug addict. Right? Right. If you bring up his criminal history, or anybody for that matter, right? Mm-hmm. This doesn't make them a bad person. Right. Has nothing to do with, but they use that in order to say, to make the murder seem more justified. Right. Somehow. Somehow. So I just had to like, you know, clarify that part for the people who don't understand like really what's going on um uh, in the realm of things and that was specifically like um kind of pivoted like let me get let me let me pivot everybody attention um to the fact that George Floyd in this documentary was all of these things. Right. So I just thought that was a point. Yeah, I think that was, like, the purpose of it, too. Like, just to bring shed light on he was not this angel and he shouldn't have statues or right whatever went along with it. Right. They're like, right. why you got a statue? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that he needed a statue, but if you felt like you wanted to create statue for him, that's great. I right. don't. I don't feel like he should have had his record expunged. I don't think that qualified that for that. Right. He's passed away. Yeah. No need for. It was a a very tragic video. Like right. I wasn't even able to watch the video. Right. Until I think it was trial that I saw it because they played it during the trial. Right. 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 Um, but I don't think that that should have changed anything. Right. But regardless of that, like, I just, he didn't deserve to die like that. And that's, that's it, regardless. Okay. So let's take on, like, some of the narratives within um, the documentary as a whole, right? So one of the narratives, like, early, right? So we mentioned that um, one of the things that they tried to do was, like, just... Let's bring up his criminal record. And that was like one of the things that they kind of did early. Right. right? The very beginning. Um, I think part of it was to show that um, the media, quote unquote media, didn't do their due diligence. Right. When it came to showing like who this person really is. Right. Because, I mean, he had roommates and things like that that they we never knew about. Yeah. I didn't know about roommates. Right. So. I think part of that was to part of that that portion of the documentary was to show like oh the media is neglecting a whole side which 
I didn't even see the point of her going to talk to him. Right. I don't know what the neighbor or the roommates had to do with anything. Right. But they just wanted to talk about him at, at where he lived. Right. So. But I guess it was to show that they didn't get any money from Black Lives Matter. Right. When he died and kind of like the bills kind of kicked back on his roommates. Right. Um, they just kind of had to hold that down. And Black Lives Matter didn't um, give him any money. Right. Let's just pause for a second. Right. Just keep keep it right there. I want to mention that. Didn't his family get twenty eight million? I don't know. Family got like twenty eight million. Oh. His family got some money. He had more than one funeral. George Floyd. Oh. Right. His family got caked up. Okay. Right. They ain't get no money neither. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean. But they didn't come get his stuff either. Right, they didn't come get his stuff. And, and I think that was, now, let's be clear. I think that um, when when you don't like, of course, if you have a brother, if you have an uncle, if you have, you know, a son, but obviously he lives in a completely different State. State, right? right. He lives in Minnesota. Right. Um, we know he's not from Minnesota, but you know. Right. Um, it can be hard to kind of go get like your dead brother's like things. Right. Right. Being a person who actually lost a brother, I can't fathom like and it wasn't at a level like that. Right. You know, where it's like every, it's the whole world paying attention. Right. Um, You don't know like what kind of things they were kind of going through. Is it one of those things where they step out the house and the media's dead, you know? Um, right, right. So, uh, so the fact that they didn't go get the clothes and nothing like that. And not to mention, he might have not had a whole lot. You know? Yeah. But maybe they just didn't care. It, that's possible too, and I'm glad like that you taking that, like you brought that up because definitely that's possible that they just they ain't care. Right. There's a reason why he's in Minnesota in the first place, right? Right. So it's a, it's a good chance that these family members just wasn't the support that he needed, right? Or maybe they just didn't want his stuff. That that too. Or they're not in communicate with the roommates. They had that too. There's there's a lot of different reasons why you could not go get his stuff, right? Right. But they didn't go get his stuff. They didn't pay his bills. Right. I, I don't think that, I mean, I don't know. I guess they would settle the estate and then move on. Right. Right. Also, I mean, I, I don't think that the roommates is... Like making any noise about it. I'm not sure that the family is privy or anybody is to the fact that he had roommates and they was they was messed up on bills. Right. He so, would just assume that they would just I mean, you do right, what you good. Gotta, you do what you gotta do, right? Right. Well, y'all good? I mean, y'all good. Right? And you don't and maybe um that relationship wasn't it wasn't information that we knew. I know I didn't know. Right. I didn't, I didn't even know. know he had a roommate. And how do, let me ask you this. Because, um, like, while we on the roommates, um, one of the things that I felt like was kind of weird mm-hmm. was it was a big narrative within this uh, documentary that George Floyd was a drug addict. Okay. Right? Drug addict, popping pills, whatever, whatever. Right. How how your roommates don't know? That you're popping pills? Yeah. I don't know. I just want to know that, like, either they, they're they completely lying. Right. Or he's, a, he's good. Or he just didn't do it around them, maybe. Right, but I knew, like, within 10 seconds of the film rolling. Of the actual body cam, I'm like, okay, yeah. Uh-oh, oh, oh. When yeah, they approach yeah, the car. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah, you kind of. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you honest. Right. You can kind of tell, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how did they did not, I mean, how did they not know? Also, you know, considering the fact that, you know, they, they kind of, like, met each other, like, going through treatment. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of, I mean, you think that, you know, some signs will be there in order for them to kind of, you know. Maybe, but maybe he wasn't there like that, too. I was thinking that as well. Maybe he's staying with... Uh, Old girl. Yeah, maybe right. he at her house. So maybe the whole roommate narrative is, like, just not what... I mean, that's where my address is, but that's not where I be. Right. So I maybe the whole roommate thing is maybe not as what we expect it to be. Maybe, yeah. Okay. It's a possibility. I want to talk about... Uh, the whole drug narrative, right? Because I feel like they really kind of like harped on this. How do you feel about it? Um, that he used drugs? Yeah. Um, I don't really think it affects me either way. I mean, if he was using drugs, I mean, they did find a, a pill that came out of his mouth right. in the squad car. Right. So he was on something. Okay. So, but I don't think that that makes a difference. I know her narrative was that he was on drugs. Right. And he had an overdose. Mm-hmm. And he passed away from the overdose, which was unfortunate. Right. But I don't feel like that's really what happened. I no. think we all saw the video of what happened and, and how he died. Right. Whether he on drugs or not. Yeah, that shouldn't that shouldn't be the thing to do. Right. Right. And not for that long of time. Why would you, for that long? Right. Like, come on, man. It's a long time. Yeah, it's a long time, man. With no emotion. Right, but they did kind of go into that, too. They go into what? The police guy. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Okay, so they kind of went into, like, how he was as a person. Quiet, kept to himself, and... Was like socially awkward, right? A little like, quirky. Yeah, dude, I think what the what she said was like not the captain of the football team, right? So he was, I guess, weird. Weird, weird. He was weird. a weird. He lived with his mom. Well, yeah, when he first started, right? It's very like, yeah, weird. I guess, right? Um, so I would imagine like the flat, no emotion kind of thing. Was maybe part of that? Yeah. One of the things that, that like, uh, like immediately, like, I thought about immediately was it's kind of Jeffrey Dahmer mentality. Mm. Right? Yeah. Like, it kind of the same characteristics. Socially awkward, quiet, no emotion while... You know, your, your your knee is on this man's neck and he's hollering. Right. Right? No emotion. Right. Not even, I think about this. He stayed on that man's neck for like minutes. I can understand like until, the, until we have him on the ground, he can't move. Right. Or like, you know, he's calmed down. Right. You know, but chill out, chill out for a second. So like really kneel on that man um, and just stay there. Right. Is now, mind you, um, I could imagine that the actual environment at that time is not isn't it's hostile. I think that's what they try to portray, right? But I mean, just based on because you know we kind of looked at the trial, right? Um, so just based on the trial that you know we seen, um, it was kind of a like people are talking. Yeah. There's a reason for a little concern if you're a police officer, right? Right. Just a little bit. I mean, it's not a lot of people out there. Right. But there's a reason for a little concern. Right. No emotion, never moved. Right. Right? At least stand up. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's on the ground. Where are you going? And yeah, and he's handcuffed. He's in handcuffs. Where are you going? Right. You know, like... 
Come on, man. Mm-hmm. So I think the fact that, um, you know, he had, like, characteristics of Jeffrey Dahmer kind of point to the fact that, I mean, he did it with, like, no emotion. Right. You know? Like, he didn't. And I'm glad they kind of, like, um, they had time to, like, go into, like, who this cop was. Right. right? And they interviewed different people, and they said, you know, different things about him. And one of the things that, I like, like I said, went off in my head was like, yo, serial killer, mm. you know? Serial killer sounds like uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. You know what I mean? I so, don't know. So, I've, I've come across a, a few quiet, awkward people. Definitely. And I think the only difference is opportunity. Um, Opportunity and... Some people just don't have it in them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. That's a big part. Some of people it. just don't. It's not going to be cutting up body parts. And, and You know what I'm saying? But also, though, I think that um, a lot of these people don't have that emotional connection. Mm. Right? They just don't have it. Like, it, when it's like he very quiet, you know, you can kind of tell, like, just based on what you did mm-hmm. and the personality they saying that you had, mm-hmm. there was no like emotional connection to what you were doing. Right. You did it like whatever, you know? Right. It wasn't even like a, I'm angry or I'm mad or anything like that. It was just, it just was. Another thing is, I know this is like a side note to what we're talking about, but I got to kind of bring this up. Um, One of the things I noticed like in that trial was he was just writing. He was doodling. What the fuck are you writing? I don't think he was writing. This is the crazy part. That's what you tell, like, you know, little slow kids. Like, listen, I'm, I'm trying to do some work around. Just write. Don't be looking around and shit. Just write. I don't even think. Make he was, sure he writing. He wasn't writing anything, I don't think. That's my that's my theory. He wasn't writing anything. He was doodling. But mind you, you have to kind of control the person. So you give them something to do. Just make sure you always writing, right? Right. Take notes. Right. Well, I don't mean, I'm sure. Like, what are your notes going to do? You ain't got no job. You ain't finna go up here and talk to the jury. Like, I don't know. So what are your notes going to do? So I didn't understand, like, why the fuck is he writing? Yeah, I don't know. This man over here drawing all kind of shit. I feel like he was doodling. Right. So... I just wanted to bring that up because that was odd and it kind of like um, made sense that he was this kind of socially awkward right. person. So, um, so I just thought it was crazy. Uh, at some point, I feel like uh, the narrative that he's his own drugs. Right. He's on drugs and this poor cop got 22 years and now he has this man... 23 hours in a cell every day right? because of this overdose that this man had. Right. Now, now let's be, I, I want to play devil's advocate here. Do you? I kind of do. Mm. Um, it is possible, right? Mm-hmm. That you might overdose. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's possible that, all of this was a cover up because the country kind of just needed it. <laughs> right? I guess. We were going through a pandemic. I don't know that we needed this. <clears throat> follow follow me on this. Okay, lead lead me. So, we're going through a pandemic, right? Mhm. Everybody's at home, mm-hmm. right? Um COVID is outside. Mhm. Are we not? COVID is outside. Patrolling blocks and neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. You come outside, mm-hmm. they on your ass. Right. So this happens. Right. Right. Because everybody's home, I think that everybody had a chance to um, kind of see it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was shocking, but also gave a bunch of people the chance to go outside for no reason. Right. Right. Even though COVID is out there. Mm hmm. Patrolling blocks and it's on your ass if you leave the house. Right. Um. 
also I felt like uh, this could have been used for like political gain. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I could see that during that time. Right. Isn't that like um, the election year. Yeah. Yeah. So also, um, we got to think about it from uh, from um, I, I put it like this. I've never seen companies, white people, everybody mm-hmm. on the same page at all. Never. Right. 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 But when this happened, mm-hmm. it was like, come on. I mean, how you do got in racism at the end of the end zone, and right. you got you know the, the NBA is in on it. Every corporate business is in on it. You right. know, um, everybody's making a statement on a social yo, media, right? Like a stance statement, not just like a yes, we understand the unrest. But no, it was like no. Right. We need to end racism. Let's have a meeting, everybody, so that way we could be more inclusive of black people or people of color. Right. So, um I think I think it was kinda used for political gain. Right? Like let's let's you, you know, while we can mm-hmm. let's kinda use this and let's support it. Right. Um so that's just my devil advocate side, right? I just had to kind of like, it's possible that all of this, because we've never seen this happen before. Right. Right? So it's possible that all of this could be, you know, um, used for political gain, right? Mm-hmm. It's just possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but based on all the information, you killed that man. Right. Murdered that man on the street and we watched you do it. Right, that part. Right. But yet and still, Candace is going, man was a drug addict, mm-hmm. a criminal, mm-hmm. and he overdosed on the street. And he is not to be held up as a martyr. Right. Right. And I kind of get it, right? I mean, he's not a martyr. I don't think, and that's the thing, right? I think that um, because you because you have a moment, right? Right. And it can be a big moment, and the moment can like change things, right? In right. which I feel like it did. We don't. We're not looking at you like you Martin Luther King, right? You know what I mean? So yeah, that's a little too far, right? I just think, um, she kind of went too far with, with that. I don't know if she went too far or she heard somebody else say it and she just, you know, used it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's what we were saying at all. Yeah, I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think as a collective we was like, yeah, let's hold him up as this martyr. I think that Candace Owens was just trying to hear, like, oh, we have one that said something, Mm. and you use that to make your point, right? Right. So, um. How did you feel about the him being on drugs narrative? That she had? Yeah. I mean, he was on drugs. Definitely. I think I think people and it, and it was kind of like with how police used to be like, "Oh, he's on LSD anytime they approach somebody that's not being compliant." Yeah. Like, Must be PCP. Right. Yeah. Like it's got to be something. This nigga is on PCP. Right. Let's Draw your weapons. Let's beat him. Yeah. I, I just don't. I mean, yeah, he could be using drugs. He could be a drug addict. It is what it is. I don't. Right. I don't know that that's either here or there. Aside from her, her thought that it was actually an overdose, right? As opposed to him being killed, right? So, um. Another thing that kind of happened that I didn't understand within the documentary was like she interviewed like the anchor lady or whatever. Yeah. And at this point, right, which is fairly kind of early within the documentary. Right. But at this point, I felt I start to feel like, yeah, you don't have anything. I'm sorry. Like, 
this is definitely like I'm patching shit up because I really don't have anything. Right. Because so apparently like this anchor lady, um, she was like married to a cop. It was going on a date with the cop, something. She was married to the cop. So she's married and it was going on a date. I don't know. I don't know. But she's married to a cop. Married to a cop. And she was receiving like death threats. Right. Right. Being harassed online. Being harassed online, which is like, I don't get cyberbully at all. I'm just closing the damn laptop. And that's going to be that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but she was being harassed online. Uh, and then they ruined her career. They ruined her career. Right. Which I don't understand. If you a victim, how's that possible? Well, I think they ruined a career because I don't know of all the harassment. Right. Maybe they were calling up for yeah, calling the station harassing right and everything um causing too much trouble. Right. Right. Because she was married to a police officer. Right. And you would think like um if that these companies will support you because you're the victim. Right. It's not like you're doing anything wrong. You're married to a police officer and that's that. Right. That's all you did. Right. I mean, you, you picked your husband before this even happened. Right. So you would think like, you know, especially like a news station will support you. Right. Right. How you back. Right. The things that, you know, uh, some of these, um, you know, news people do as far as, you know, to get us the news, it can be dangerous. Definitely. Why wouldn't you support? It would be a great opportunity to support your employee. Right. So, um, I didn't understand it. Yeah, I don't know where she fit in in terms of the documentary. Yeah, I just didn't. Right. I didn't. I don't know. I, I mean, I want to believe that. Um. Everything had like its place, but I'm sure like I I just didn't understand like why was she even talked about randomly? Right. I don't, I don't think she made the connection. Right, and it, I don't think it was one. It was like let's just show this entire side in a negative light. Let me tell you that these activists was calling this white lady up, and they were harassing her, and she had to live under fear. Mm. Right? right, and it was like. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. I understand that, you know. I'm sorry for her that that happened. Yeah, but, but really, I don't give a fuck. I mean, I just don't. I can't. I was searching. I was searching, like, my give a fuckness. Like, is there some in here for me to. And I was trying to muster up as much as I could, and nothing came out. I think that part just confused me. Like, yeah, who's who's this lady? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> and she wasn't even like like a big anchor person, right? She was like a you know the the, the, the assistant, backup. the backup. The backup. You know, um, we'll send you when you know we have dolphins over here for no reason or yeah, the fun stuff. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Um, it's 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 a um, it's a zoo. It's a new zoo in town. The circus in in town, and we need you to. She wasn't even like the biggest um, newscaster. Right. Right. So I don't understand what role she played in all this besides the fact that you're trying to show that she's a victim. Right. That's it. And I just, I, I, and it, right when I seen it, I said, okay, they, they must not have enough. Or either this is going to be a long documentary or they don't have enough. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> You was confused as well? I was confused. Like, I don't know. I don't know who this lady is. What happened to her? I mean, the way things are these days and people like being mean online is very common. Right. So I think maybe I'm desensitized to people being mean online. Yeah, definitely. Because people I, I People I, say the worst shit on the internet. People are mean. Yo, it'd be like creative too like people would be mean to you create the in the most creative way ever like how do you think of that right so so i mean i get it 
her feelings might have been hurt. Crushed. I mean, messed up her career. Yeah. Definitely understand that, but I don't understand why she's in this documentary. Yeah. And where the connection is. Didn't need to be there. Yeah. I don't know. So let's talk about, you know, um, because then, like, right after this, they have the guy who, um, store guy kind of looted. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so the looting that was happening from the riots. Right. Well, no. Was it the looting guy or was it the pastor? I don't know. Let me see. We can do the looting guy. Okay. So the looting guy. So during the riots, his store was looted in L.A. Right. And this was, he has four stores. Yeah. And this was his outlet store that was looted for 400000 Yeah, I'm mean, 400000 worth of shit in there. 400000 in damages? Right. Um... At his outlet store. Right. And he had got into it online with Chrissy Teigen. Because Chrissy offered to bail out um, activists or protesters up to $200,000. And so he went on there and showed that he was looted and said, thanks, Chrissy. And then he got into it with another blogger. And it was kind of just like a online thing yeah pretty like on some back and forth online thing right but then he said that he was told that he needed to donate to black lives matter but the blogger said that he offered to donate to black lives matter because he didn't want to take off his post right so i think it was just again people being online Right. And sometimes people just need to get off of social media. Yeah, if you can't handle it. I think. If you cannot handle, like, the fact that somebody's going to post something about you or your company. Right. And come on, man. I think you just got to sometimes just get off of social media. Yeah. Or turn off your comments. Right. Something. Right. But yeah. so so many people. You know, um, kind of use these platforms to stay engaged and uh, like relevant and within their marketing within their company right. to the point where like one comment is like, "Oh my God, take it down! Don't you dare!" Right? They think they're gonna affect like your entire way of life because you posted a negative comment. Right? There's so much negativity. Right. So it's just part of what it is. And let me just say, like, you know, um. Doing this, doing the looting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of property was damaged, right? It was a lot of people stealing or yeah. looting, right? right? Right. I think also a lot of companies took this time. It was during COVID and people were struggling. Right. They took this time to go, hey, listen, this is our bailout. Right. You know? Right. If we struggling already, you know, um... It's doing like like you said the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Nothing is open. Nothing. It just so happened that somebody stole or looted four hundred thousand dollar worth of shit from your store. Right. Sounds like man, you trying to um meet your overhead. Mm. You know what I mean? For the year. For the year, real quick, and then just bail out of it. Mm. So I mean, I think a lot of times a lot of companies took the time to go ahead and take advantage of the situation that was already happening. And a lot of times uh, companies do this. Right? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it past people because people have done a lot to for people, some money, but... Right. So, mm. how did you feel about, like, his narrative? Like, did you feel like it added anything to the documentary? I, I mean, I think I felt like it connected like it introduced the black lives matter thought and idea but i i don't think that it had anything to do with anything really nothing to do with too much just that he donated right that he donated to the black lives matter that's it but like everything they talked about before that wasn't even like a thing you could have said he donated without all of that but i don't think it would have given anything right I don't know why they did all of that. Right. So, I mean. There's a whole story, like, of beef online. Right. To say that he ended up donating to Black Lives Matter. Right. 
and it was like some weak ass shit. Like it wasn't even like real. Right. It was like some you better do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So right. I I mean I didn't understand it, but I think it did. Like kind of like um like it was like a nice segue into. Yeah. The Black Lives Matter, like money. Yeah, I think right? that's what it was. So it was I, th- like I thought segue. that was dope. The segue? Yeah, I thought it was dope that they kind of used that to segue. Yeah. You know? I mean. I mean, but it also look looking like you ain't got really too much to offer. Uh, if this is your segue. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that was just the story that they were willing to come on to the documentary. Yeah, I mean, again, she's Candace Owens, right? Very, um, she's kind of just out there. Yeah, she's polarizing. Yeah, and I don't. And, and let me just say this: I think Candace Owens is like, um, a pretty young, intelligent person. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You don't got to, Candace. Listen, you don't have to do all of this. Mm. Got to do all of this, man. But maybe it helps. It's polarizing when you are controversial, right? Right, when you go against the status quo and you're loud about it, mm. right? Makes sense why Kanye got the. All right, so, um, but you ain't got to do all this, right? You ain't got to do all that. Like you really don't, mm. right? I think a lot of times you you reach it. And that's what I felt like with this documentary is like you don't even have enough because you reaching so far to the point where like it's just not enough. But it was personal. Definitely. Right. And and then when it's personal, even if it's personal, still ain't ain't enough. I mean, for a documentary, you can't be this loud and then don't really give a shit. Right. So, I mean, I mean, I think it was marketed good. You know what I mean? I think so. The trailer, I mean, we watched it. Yeah, definitely we watched it. So, I think it was marketing was great, right? Yeah. But it's not going to go down as one of the... Mm-mm-mm. The documentary, um, or not documentary, but I guess you can't call it a documentary. Um, like, What's a Woman? Uh-huh. It's way better than this. It was. So, and it was and it's on the same platform. So I kind of thought it was going to be along those lines, and it was just not enough. Right. Um, let's talk about the African dude. Okay. So 